There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, we need to take caller seven right Ooh, now. A little giveaway. To, uh, you're going to get a pair of tickets to join us if you're available a week from Thursday, April 27th at Showplace Icon Theater. For an advanced screening of Book Club, the next chapter, and we're going to Italy with Jane Fonda and the ladies. Yes. And so the screening's at, like, the part, The fun starts at 6.30. It does. And we're going to have a little trivia. Yeah. And a little Diane Keaton's in the movie. Yeah, Candace Bergen, Mary Steenbergen. So 651-641-1071. And we're taking the seventh, you said, seventh right? Seventh caller. Love it. Thank we'll you. do that. And while Grant's getting the phone calls, Julia and I looked at a couple trailers today yes. on two very different ends of the spectrum. Yes. Um, the Anna Nicole Smith, uh, it's a new documentary called You Don't Know Me. And we are seeing never before uh, video and pictures and things of her when she, you know, we thought we knew many things, but during her whole time there was a lot of trial like i want to feel like there was eight years of trial with this j howard marshall she married she married the billionaire who was like 90 years old and she was like 20 yeah something he met her at the strip club yeah and she originally she first appeared in playboy in 1992 i don't think we've seen like a lot of this footage because you and i watched the anna nicole we watched everything about her 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 cute show on e the reality show which at first we really liked, and then it became harder and harder to watch. Because she just seemed like she was messed up on drugs, and then we watched... Because I wanted... Was that like two or three seasons, that I, Anna Nicole I, show? And it was early... To, it was, it was well, early She died in 2007, show. Lori. So yeah, but she... This I would have been right away, like 2003. 2003. Yep. Because mm-hmm. The Simple Life was kind of one of the first reality shows. Um, but the graphic for her show was really cute. It was like Bewitched. Yeah, it's like what we have right over there sitting on the floor that no one can see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, it looked really good. And I would say that we, you know, we like had followed every bit of her story. We did. And, and, and so, so much of it looked familiar like that award show when she came out and she looked so pretty and also so wasted and i used to spoof her yes and i'd like to thank yes from that but anyway it was uh it looked very compelling you know it's weird if um people don't know who anna nicole smith was she was a bigger than life beautiful woman just personality wise not big but Mm -hmm. just beautiful and she she just came from nowhere in Texas and just wanted to be. But she died young, so young. You know, her son died her before story her. Is so sad. She had it's a baby just, with. It's the, like a movie. It is. You know, it it is rags to riches to dead. 
I think her story, her daughter, um, that was born in like 2007. Oh, Danny Lynn. Yes. Um, is 16 now or something. I see her every once in yeah, a while. Yeah. Well, her dad seems like he's like, that was one thing. Anna Nicole, she at least had a baby with a good man. Mm-hmm. You know, remember the other guy that was trying to fight it? Howard, Howard Stern, Stern was his not name. Not the radio Yeah, Howard the Stern. other guy. It's a wild story. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So anyway, when does this come on, you ask? Well, ask tomorrow. Maybe we'll have the answer. I don't you know. know I, I don't it. have the rest of the story, but I'm sure that this is, we'll know more when oh, it gets yeah. closer. And then the other thing, which I guess I had forgotten was coming out. We were crazy about this book when it came out, All the Light We Cannot See, mm. which uh, by um, Anthony Doerr was, won the Pulitzer for Best Novel. Just an incredible um, book, World War II, Paris, a little blind girl, a boy who has is forced to be a Hitler youth Nazi. You know, they couldn't sign the kid. I mean, it's just an incredible, incredible story. It was a story. great story. And so it's going to be on Netflix, but only four parts. They're going to tell this whole book in four parts. Mark Ruffalo, Hugh Laurie. It looked very good. Amazing. And so I maybe if you never read that book, because it was like 500 it was, pages. It was a thickie. It was a thick one. And yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it looks like, um, it looks really very good. And, um, it's going to be on Netflix November 2nd. Well, so we have some time for that. That looked really good. Yeah. And looks like it was perfectly cast with mm-hmm. everybody. And, yes, it did. And Hugh Laurie is Uncle Etienne, you know, who does the bride, the the um, the radio broadcast as part of the resistance. It's a good, it's a good story. Mm-hmm. That people are going to really, really, really like that. Um. Okay, so I'm kind of obsessed right now. Um, Fox settled their um, case with uh, Dominion. They did? Yes, they settled. It just happened. I'm they shocked. They admitted to telling lies. They did? About the Dominion voting system. Well, because they did lie. Uh, 3,700 times they fact-checked. Um, Dominion tried to fact-check when Fox was talking about that the it was being told to us that the election was a hoax and these mm-hmm. voting machines weren't working. So I was Googling Old Dominion, I want to say Old Dominion, but just Dominion, Mm -hmm. who are the election computers or whatever we're going to call them, machines, they were suing Fox for $1.6 billion, I believe, Mm -hmm. and Fox agreed to pay them $787 million, and I was trying to look up the math to figure out what the difference is, and it's how many zeros do you think are in a billion? Grant, anyone, Bueller? It's uh, nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how 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 much do they need to apologize on Fox? Does Tucker Carlson specifically I, I haven't read have any to, of it. Yeah. All I know is it was settled because this was going to be a huge case and they were just starting jury selection. And, and there was no way that Fox no. could win it. By Which, their own admission, they knew they were peddling a lie, a fake story. But originally, it, this is the thing that I was really kind of excited to hear more about because originally... Sean Hannity and who's the, Tucker Carlson both were saying in a text, you know, this sounds like a bunch of boohoos. You know, be, this better be right if we're putting it on the air. And then like a day later, they started saying 
And you then know? they've never let up. They still continue to lie so about it'll just, it. It's very wow. interesting that it was settled. So that well, was a big I'm one. not surprised. No, that I'm not I, either. Because uh, Fox, they knew even more damning stuff would come out. But um, And Dominion has another uh, defamation um, lawsuit out. And so it was like, it was so clear cut yeah, that was. Dominion was going to win. And that they knowingly, knowingly knew they were sowing seeds of discord and and, and really i mean that's not being they should be punished more if I you ask me which is why they settled mm-hmm. that's why so i don't know all the details and it'll be i'm sure in the news but they admitted to telling lies about dominion that caused enormous damage to the company um the employees customers and the, the country, americans yeah. and the country nothing can make up for that but 785 7 million helps yeah wow. so i know it that's a big one all right mm-hmm. so when we come back i have um random thoughts for you hey everybody Lori and julie for learning our accent oh well we had a book club today and one of the things that we do love and our author said that was her thing too is reading and but if reading is difficult for you you aren't going to discover any kind of a joy of reading it makes school really really hard and um if you can learn how to read which is probably the biggest thing that learning arcs helps people with it can totally change everything absolutely Absolutely everything for you and reading and organization and processing speed and remembering things this is what learning rx excels in it's scientifically proven through their one-on-one brain training it works summer's right around the corner if you're thinking your child needs a gentle push or you do call them Set up your assessment at 952-949-6900. That's Learning Rx. Sell them the girl sent you. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so I'm just looking at something Grant posted. A choking panda was saved by its breeder who, por- who performed the Heimlich maneuver. How do you perform a Heimlich well, on a panda very carefully? Well, the, I wouldn't know. I guess they, they, the, big, the nostrils are right there. No, the guy, well, the Heimlich, you know, happens. Oh, the Heimlich is not around. A, the, okay, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm yeah, doing we're not giving mouth to mouth. We're not or I'm giving CPR to the panda. Lori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, but he is being applauded his a panda choked on carrots and as yeah. a woman who i choked on carrots in front of my children and i i'll never <laughs> you'll never eat a carrot again no we were like i was eating them upstairs i was getting ready for work and it was during the summer and the kids were home and you're I'm, talking i'm talking and, and mm-hmm. allison i've got this baby carrot nudged somehow in me and i'm like oh, oh. And then I'm oh running, and I'm running downstairs, and I'm like, kids, ah, and they can't he- hear me or see me, and they're just staring at me, like, what's wrong with mom? What's wrong with mom? And what I did is I leaned over the kitchen sink and heimlicked myself, Self. basically. Oh, you did. Not wow. licked my hiney, but I leaned over the <laughs> yeah. sink hard yeah. enough yeah. that I gave myself. Wow, and that's just that an, an option for people. I that's was, I, th- I couldn't breathe. I'm yes. like, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to die in front of my children. I can't. I cannot have that happen. Oh. And they're like, Mom, they'll be traumatized. They're always emotional. We didn't know which one this was. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you have a steak or sometimes, you know, carrot. Do get lodged a little bit if you don't chew. Just 
Give it to yourself. Lean over your kitchen sink. Oh wow! But so I there. mean, I I think of a panda bear as being quite round. Round. He he was small enough that he could lift him up. But first, yeah. he's patting his back, trying to get the carrot yeah. out, and then he's. But it's always a good reminder okay. to teach your people around you how to do it and what to do. It saves lives. Choking isn't fun. Nope. Okay. Want to give a big shout out to Peace Coffee. Um, you know they are um in time for Earth Day. They are sustainable, organic, and ethically sourced coffee. And I think you've seen the Peace Coffee brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's sold at Lunds and Byerly's. I buy it at Lunds and Byerly's. And Kowalski's, they carry it. But what they have just come out with is 100% biodegradable industrial compost facilities came up with how to use the Keurig cups. They're 100 There's no Mm -hmm. plastic. So they're 100% biodegradable. So that's kind of, I think that's a big deal. So thank you for thinking about our climate. They pride themselves in walking the walk. That's right. Um, in New Orleans, uh, pizza uh, shop owner Xander White and his wife would like to give anyone <laughs> free pizza for a year if they give them two Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, they can't geez. afford them themselves. Well, that's a good trade. Yeah, I think we're right. can trade. Why we not? scream if we could go. Me and my wife are big fans. We'd love to go. I didn't see any way to get tickets because they're too expensive. Oh, wow. And we do at least a year free pizza for two Swift tickets. So if you're um, thinking of you live in New Orleans or want pizza from there, there yeah. you go. I, I never thought about that when I had the golf course. That would have been a great bargaining Crazy. chip. Oh, right? I mean, we, golf we did, course for a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, hey, you know, I want Super Bowl tickets. Someone hook me up. I'll hook you yeah, up with yeah, some golf no, course. Golf I course was the queen of trade. That was like basically my job at Carlson. It was. Oh, yeah. It was was working on barter and do, I mean, doing all, coming up with creative solutions nice. on how people could pay with things other than money. That's cool. It, it, That'd be fun. I mean, people forget that y- y- there's yeah. value. There's value in so many other things. Exposure yeah. in so many different ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is, um, I bit the bullet and decided to pay a dollar a week mm-hmm. to get the Wall Street Journal. Oh, online. my My subscription, I do this time to time when I want to read an article. My subscription with the LA Times. potholes and subscriptions. I okay. But you know, I had the LA Times you for did, a period. And we enjoyed that we while did. we had it. And that was a dollar a week. And then I had the deadline clearly written in my daytimer. Right. And this one. Oh, I to s- cancel it so you wouldn't get. Because um, it was going to go way up. Yep. And so, but this one, they guarantee it for a year. Mm-hmm. And I like their articles. I do like reading them. So here's one. You know, that's Rupert Murdoch. I mean, I oh. wonder if Wall Street Journal will print anything, or it was just Fox News that was just It was Fox just Fox News. News, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, so, mm-hmm. but it's about turbulence and why we're seeing more and more turbulence with the flights. Mm. Are you really going to tell I am going to tell you this, because I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Basically... As a person who represented an airline, I'd never like... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Airline stories, unless it's like about a good movie. But I'm going to or... tell you that it really isn't <laughs> pilot air at all. It just is like a it, blip. The it, guy who has supplies turbulence forecasts for the airlines 
says turbulence is going to increase. And that's climate change as climate changes. Keep your seatbelt on. Keep and so keep your Mm seatbelt on. Um, Take precautions with your kids, of course. But the other big thing is secure your electronics, because if a laptop pops up or if something pops up, an iPad, that could hurt somebody. Thank you for scaring. No problem. Julia, at this time on (laughs) April 18th. And know that planes are built to withstand. They're built to withstand even the heaviest of, of turbulence. Oh, jeez. It's Louise. just protecting yourself while you're on it. All right. You don't want to know that. You're, you're making my Sun Country PR person inside of myself. Just my skin is crawling right now. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you this This headline grabbed me? Mm-hmm. I hate you, Kathy Lee Gifford. What? Ozempic users report bizarre dreams. Oh. Well, because you're hungry. You're not eating. <laughs> You're 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 you don't even feel like eating. So, yeah, you're gonna have like all kinds of weird dreams. Ozempic, your brain is thirsty. Your body is hungry. This is no way to treat yourself. Anyway, they're just saying we've heard that people are having these dreams, and and what we may think too is because they're on the drug, they're remembering the dreams. So it was like a a win-win. Yeah, it's weird, but I just love that headline. You're hungry, but you don't know it, so you're not hangry. There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Okay, so Damar Hamlin, who was the Buffalo Bills guy that got hit in the chest and went into cardiac um, arrest, he has been cleared today to resume full football activities just three and a half months after his collapse. And they say just like anyone else who's coming back from an injury... He's in the right headspace. He wants to come back. Okay. And what he had was a Komodo cordius, a phenomenon in which a blow to the chest can trigger heart arrhythmia or cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. It's quite rare. Yeah, very. The odds, Especially like, yeah. in football. Well, yeah. just the, the impact has to be complete. Right the, yeah, it has to hit in the right spot at the right time. Right. I mean, the odds of it are very, right. I'd very be afraid, though, that I'd get hit there again. again. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if I could do it. But I, I mean, I'm also not an elite athlete. Who's like dreamt my whole life to be in exactly. this moment? Exactly, and he's yeah. at the beginning of his career. And right, so here's right. what he said. I here's, get it. He yeah. said, "Quote: This event was life changing, and this guy's a great guy anyway. Yeah. But it's not the end of my story. I plan on making a comeback to the NFL. All right, good. That's so very good. You we know. wish him well. Yes, we and wish. I hope he gets like uh, you know all good things that happen to him as a result of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. The coronation." Um, music celebration playlist is available on Spotify. Do you know that they've been practicing? They practice in the middle all of the, the night. news. Yeah, mm-hmm. all over the news. Listen, this is the only the second coronation that anyone really has ever seen. Yeah, so it's it's going to be there. It'll be on TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a question for you guys. Um, I don't have enough time for that. I don't have enough time for all these things. But 100 years ago, in 1923, the very first baseball game was played at Yankee Stadium between the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. Who won the game, Grant? I would say probably Boston. The Yankees, uh, 4-1. Nice, nice. And Babe Ruth. I like that little storyline in Perry Mason about how that guy wants to get a, a baseball. The, base the, the Brooklyn sand- Dodgers to, to come-, come to L.A. He's like, what, why isn't this a baseball town? Yeah. Because that was the pushback. Yeah. How, this is a movie town, not a baseball town. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? We have the best weather. Yeah. It's, right? Yeah. It was kind of, that made me laugh in case he goes, oh, yeah, the Brooklyn Dodgers moved to L.A. And the Giants, too. I think the Giants. And the Minneapolis Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't need to last a right. But I mean, I was wondering what the accuracy of that in that Perry Mason storyline. Yeah. That's probably, it makes sense. Yeah. They would fact check that. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just throw it out of the the left, left, left field. Right. Hey, yo. I see what you did there. Oh, my. All right, everybody. First Equity Mortgage wants to be your mortgage partner for life. And, um, you know, you are, you do go through, I've probably, you've probably had a lot of mortgages too, Lori. I mean, we're on probably six or seven. Yeah, and, um, about that. It is, it's important to have someone who is there for you, is is in this community, is going to be there for you when you need them, and um, just is super smart and knows what's going on with all types of mortgages, depending on where you are on your your earning life cycle and what you're wanting to do they've got the answers you've seen a lot of first sale signs go up in your neighborhood i bet it is the home market is starting to heat up and you I want see, i see the signs julia you I want see to be, the signs you want to be pre-approved you want to make sure you've got everything going on for you and you know working with someone in our community who knows the realtors knows what's happening is super smart too because they're going to get you the best deals, and you're going to get the best offers. Uh, First Equity. So, after all the back and forth that we've had in our talks about Yellowstone, and we've been talking about Yellowstone since January, mm-hmm. um, multiple sources now are confirming that Yellowstone will indeed end after the rest. There's supposed to be 10 more episodes yeah. of season five. Yeah, I think they split it. Yeah, they do they, a pretty a lot of. I, I anyway half this is the, the only, season. Yeah, this is the only time they've done the split. Yeah, they've all we've always just seen all the Yellowstone, which made me think this was gonna go like a little bit longer. You don't do the split if this is your last season. Well, I don't okay. think it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. I yeah. mean, that's my yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but it here's the deal. It What's all the is deal? coming down. It is all coming down to money and ego. Yep. And they don't even, they haven't even filmed the second half of season five. They no. haven't even filmed it. And they don't, we don't even know when it will film. Right. And of course, you know, well, this Costner changed. wins a Golden Globe. Yeah. You know, for the performance. He's nominated for a SAG Award. And Taylor Sheridan is like bigger than Ryan Murphy right now. In oh, the TV oh, world. he has lapped him twice. Yes. Yes, he's just, yeah. He's, and so there's sort of this, Taylor is the star of the show. He's the most important, important person on all of his shows. And 12 million people watch the November 2022 premiere of Yellowstone. That was the first half. 2023. Yeah. No, 2022. I'm sorry. Yes. First half of season five. And that ended Wait, in January. How many people? Twenty-two million. Twelve million. Oh, right. Just that first night. Okay, who okay. knows what the streaming numbers right. were? And then that show. Then that ended in January, and you know it hasn't dropped on Peacock yet. And that's really where the money thing is coming yep. in. Yep. Yep. Okay. And the writers' union today voted by like you know 82 percent that yes indeed if the studios don't settle with the writers they will go on strike so this writer strike if it were to happen it could be huge but it could maybe bring healing about this thing but the reason why um is because they did that 
weird deal with Peacock, yep. with Yellowstone, and all of Taylor Sheridan's shows are with Paramount Plus. Yep. And the deal goes on for like four more years. Mm-hmm. With, uh, wait a second. So, with Yellowstone streaming on Peacock. They okay. sold it before it became a hit because they didn't know what they had in got their it, hands. And now it. they've got a little seller's remorse. Got it. Big seller's remorse. <laughs> and they don't want Taylor. And and I think Kevin Costner, he has seemed crabby to me ever since he became the governor, which is the storyline in season I five. And we all like hate it. it. Hate it. Yep. And, you know, Taylor Sheridan is 52. And I, for people who loved FX Sons of Anarchy oh. for about two and a half years, he was a cop. Mm-hmm. He was the sheriff. Mm-hmm. He was like the, the cop that was and good, but on the level of level, being bad. Yeah, kind of sketchy. And then yeah. he was also in Veronica Mars. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Okay, yes. That's why I reckon Lori. Yes. Veronica Mars. He was is in so her, great. and he, then he wrote Sicario hmm. in 2015, which was a huge hit with Emily Blunt, and then Hell or High Water with Christopher, with Chris Pine. Yep. And what's which his is name? A great movie. And then he co created Mayors of Kingstown, Tulsa King, and then the 1883. And then 1923. <laughs> I can't that. remember all it these years. It is 2023. And it's <laughs> going to get something with Matthew McConaughey in the letter three. And so, so, so Taylor has wanted for a long time to be reckoned with. And now he is so in the driver's seat. And he wants to get out of, out of the Peacock deal. But well, that won't matter. The, the Paramount would just like him to, you know, yeah. back off the pedal, and he certainly has. And that's why maybe he ate that other, that that ranch thing. But in Deadline reported that Paramount, which owns the rights to the show, they it's a done deal with Matthew McConaughey and extending the Dutton line. We don't know which way it is. And that all this talk that Costner wanted to work on his movie franchise, that was just kind of a going back and forth that Kevin Costner was ready to shoot in February. There were no scripts from Taylor. Taylor is slowing his role on maybe the Yellowstone thing. Because um, why? Well, because, because they want deadline. the Paramount. Yeah. They, they, they really, he's overburdened. Yeah, well, he's got too many things going, right? Yes. And... And, um, but I could see them slowing down on if rather than canceling it, maybe slow, slowing it down so that eventually after that four year deal is done, they could bring it back to Paramount. Yeah. But if it's ending, then this is the only show that's tied to Peacock, Peacock is, is, is Yellowstone. Yellowstone. All of his side projects are, are, are on Paramount. Paramount so they, that's why they're probably, like you said, and dialing they, back and on NBC this one. Universal Peacock owns the rights to Yellowstone until four years after the final episode of Yellowstone even aired. Oh, gosh, they so must they want hate that negotiating. Yeah, that's Whoever why negotiated that, they must just hate. Yeah, so they, yeah. they also, that will yeah. string out. So, you know, they're just, they Paramount doesn't want Yellowstone on the air for more than another year and competing with their shows. They'd rather have yeah. new shows with... Uh, that are on their platform. On their platform. But Which Yellowstone, is detrimental to the fans, unfortunately. Right. Ye- Yellowstone kind of launched it all. I mean, so I... But does what is Kevin Costner... Well, come hell or high water, I think, got it. Sicario, those two movies, because there was an Oscar nomination for someone in okay. that Ben Foster, maybe for Come Hell or High Water. Okay. I mean, it would, did very well. That got him. But Yellowstone was the number oh, one yes. watch show yes. on cable. Yes, that yes, that got him all the TV power. Yep. yep. So 
does Kevin Costner want out, yeah, or is no. it just Kevin? No. Listen, Kevin made himself available, and there were no scripts. This is from a source from okay. Deadline. Um, nothing was ready. He then was like, well, he's in the middle of shooting his Western movie right now. And um, he'd given the producers his schedule. And everyone knows that you can't keep yourself in holding pattern. We, When you have a script, then we're getting it. Uh, so anyway, and I guess we really knew something was up when all the Yellowstone people dropped out of the Paley yes. yeah. panel in Hollywood. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my, my biggest thing for me is I know you said they're light on this, but when everything was going well, the projection was by midsummer we would have this season. Oh, yeah. When they hadn't started production back in right. November, mm-hmm. I was like, there's not a chance we're going to have this by midseason. Yeah. So I've known for, I mean, we know this, but that's where I'm like, this is where it got dicey because they were, this was the hottest show and this is their first year of doing the split season. So they're like, all right, we're going to, we're going to cut it you off. It was the weakest season. And it was the weakest season, but we're going to give it, we're going to give you just a little break. But this break has now turned into what you said. Paramount, unfortunately, the almighty dollar is influencing them to end a show because they don't like the deal that they originally made with uh, Peacock. Well, and they're also green lighting with Taylor all kinds of projects to bring it to Paramount to bring it to Paramount. That's so, funny. you know, I, you know, maybe wow. what's going to happen to Beth? What's going to happen exactly. to Kevin? All I mean, Casey, all these people that we love. It's really it's so a, they're just they have their hands tied. Could they uh, possibly, even though the show ends and you said that, I know we don't do a lot of follow-up questions, but they own the rights till the end of the show. Could they end this and then do like a spinoff where like they, we get all of our characters back, but it's like under a new umbrella and it's back on Paramount? Or is it kind of like the Yellowstone franchise is Peacock's fully? You know what I'm it saying? It is fully for four years. For four, four, four for years. For four after. years until after the last oh, episode so then It's like a no compete. Then it's like a no yeah. compete. So then Can they I can't even something? do a side mm-hmm. series. Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but the prequels to Yellowstone, yeah, eighteen whatever and nineteen whatever, both of those are Paramount Plus. Paramount. It's only Yellowstone. It's just Yellowstone. It's okay, just so that now show. The post Yellowstone one with Matthew McConaughey, whatever it is, it'll be Paramount, Paramount Plus. Got it. Got it. Got it. And okay. so Paramount Plus is just green lighting stuff Everything. right and left, yep. and really. Paramount Plus has lots of shows, and it's not that expensive of a streaming thing and they've got a lot of movies too that's true in the catalog well they're just greenlit and i'll bring i was going to bring this one but they're yeah. greenlit uh the new star trek section 31 starring michelle yeah. yo that's i mean they keep mm-hmm. they they are throwing things at the wall to yeah. see if it's six i i have a feeling that taylor and um kevin costner are going to have drinks they're going to wait and see what happens with this writer's strike in 2017, the Guild voted, you know, 96% in favor of strike, and then they didn't go on strike. They, the union votes to strike to show the other side, sure. we are willing to do it. We're willing to. Yeah. So in 2017, they didn't strike. 2007. That's what it was. Is when they the Guild did strike, and that impacted TV for mm-hmm. a good couple of years. And then they went on strike in 1988. So... Uh, and the big thing is, is that they have to refigure the writing stuff with all this residual. The whole landscape of everything has changed, and their contracts need to reflect that. Right. Yeah. So, so the everyone, writers need to be. Paid. I mean, the studios, the guy, the studios need to get on board the bus. I mean, yeah. just like they had to change their business model. 
they need to change what's in these because these it's a guild, so it's specific yes, contracts. Yes, yes. And, oh dear. So anyway, this they just are signaling they mean business, but if they were to go on strike, it would give time. For Kevin and Taylor to, make to have a drink, to have a whiskey, and make sit up. on the ranch, get Damn. out to the... Look at what we created. Look what we created. Let's take a and chill pill. Kevin can say to Taylor, I hate that you made me the damn governor. Get me <laughs> out of that job. You're so funny. I don't care how you do it. I can feel Kevin Costner's misery through oh, that Oh, it's role. horrible. I hate... That's why he's not finished. I, I didn't even finish it. Yeah. This so, season, because I just don't like it. Anyway, all right. There's all of our there's all good, of our Yellowstone theories and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's too many sources are confirming it, and it's that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But then Beth Dutton and Ripper are going to spin off. That's there you go. <laughs> I mean, just the rest of them. No kidding. Yeah, but I wonder if that spinoff comes in with that four year no that that four year after. Well, it can't be called Yellowstone. Okay, they can it. call it anything else. Good, good. Yeah, cool. Oh, we love this music. We want to tell you about El Burrito Mercado in St. Paul. If you haven't been there, you are missing out. And, you know, I think on Sunday we still had some um, things that we bought from the grab-and-go at the deli at El Burrito yeah. Mercado. And we had some green chili enchiladas. Yum. And they're, you know, they're so affordable. They fed, they would feed three people in this little container, but it, we just popped it in um, oven. the oven. It was so, so good. And just having authentic, yummy Mexican food is delicious. And you can get your meats. If you want to grill them yourself, they're pre-seasoned. Or you, you can, can get go, them done. You can go there for breakfast. I they're know. one of the few places that Daily, have Daily, 8 a.m. to yeah. 11. They have specialty coffee. Mm-hmm. They have a latte espressos, cappuccinos, or, you know, you can also get a beer or margarita with your breakfast on the weekend. They won't judge you. It is so fun to go to El Burrito Mercado. And again, they do great catering and have a food truck if you're thinking about booking things for the summer. Okay, here's one for you, Julia. Netflix is sorry that Love is Blind live reunion aired over an hour late. And the viewer said, we're sorry we even bothered tuning in in the first place. True. It was apparently all kinds of bad. It was all kinds of bad, and I don't think anybody cares about the people. Nicholas and As someone who watched one season of Love is Blind, I did it this past November, um, with uh, Casey's daughter and her husband. And um, Casey, of course, was tired from playing with the children all day and went to bed, basically, when they did. And so we watched Love is Blind, but Vanessa... And Nick Lachey are terrible hosts. I mean, we're talking Tyra Banks level of um, just not believable. Right. She's a little bit better. You know, I like her on that one show, NCS uh, Hawaii. I mean, I like her as an actor, but she and Nick as a couple, they make me cringe for some reason. And um, anyway, I think that people were just like, oh, that reunion was so bad. And the key to a good reunion is you have a host that who creates, gets, creates, there has to be conflict going well, on. Can, and, is prepared yeah. to, you can't, like, basically, if Jezebel is to believed, in one other column that I read, that uh, Vanessa asked every single couple when they were going to have children, Oh, which God. people felt was a very lame question. Awkward as heck. Yeah, they just, love is blind, they just met in a cube. <laughs> That's, why would you, you know, even? That's a terrible. Why would you even ask that question? Yeah. Hello. 1950 what? is calling yeah. and wants you to send back your apron. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, so people were then mad that it went out, and then they made a big deal about it, and then the reunion was a bust. There you go. So anyway, apparently they they employ quite the psychological um, hoo-ha on people that are participants in this reality show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like kind of like some, like... They put them through the rigmarole before they get to be on the show? You know, I'm not going to go all the way yellow jackets on you guys, but I think there can be some... um, Well, we know that from watching Unreal and all the mind games that the Bachelor producers have with everybody. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, there's a lot of manipulation. So this whole... Do you know the concept of the whole Love is Blind where they... You know, just meet and talk through the wall, and then they just. I don't, like I don't even want to know anymore. Falling about in love without love. I just, I just don't even care. Okay, all right. But then, I will tell you yeah. when we're talking. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. No. I, okay. I think that people didn't care after no. that. After they saw, disappointment was massive. People were like, "Didn't they know? Me and- didn't they already know who the hosts were?" I don't think they've had a reunion before. Uh, okay, so this was the yeah, first. Yeah, this was their first reunion. They have hosted the show, but we just see them for like a second. Got it. So yeah. they were sitting in the middle of this half circle yes. of people and blah blah blah. Right. Um, by the way, were you? This must have happened when I was gone, and I remember I made a mental note to ask you about the. Does it seem out of uh, character, out of brand, out of? Uh, out of left field for Jennifer Lopez to be a face of alcohol and she's a famous famous just doesn't drink she only she drinks sometimes very little though and she's dating a man in recovery I do I'm married to one I do not understand her coming out with alcohol feels very off-brand it does yeah she's the Lola she's all about fitness and health and everything and I've never seen her drink before I've seen like is she still friends? No, I, I. You know what? Uh, I Remini. Who with um, Leah Remini? Leah Remini. I would certainly hope. I so. I never see those two together. I certainly hope so. But remember, whose shoulder? Um, you know, Jennifer cried on was her friend Leah. Yeah. So Leah knows everything bad about Ben. So sometimes it just takes a friend a minute. To like you're you're forgiving them because you're having orgasms. This stuff. is why you don't tell people everything. Everything, right? You gotta right. save some stuff for right, yourself. Right, right. That's so true. Because you don't want people, if you're just going through a thing, thing to have you don't have tell your parents, your you don't tell your siblings, you don't tell anybody. Because yeah. you don't want people to hold feel, your baggage. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, it just seems like uh, it seems really off, and she's been scolded by everybody. Money well, talks. Well, I'm not scolding her, but, but she I just, has been on the internet scolded. Talks. It just seems weird, and mm-hmm. then I'm thinking, well, do they need the money for all these Bel Air estates? Hysterical. Take every dollar you can get. No, I mean, you know, is that why you do De Lola cocktail? Yeah. I thought it was Madonna's brand or something. I, I, mean, kinda, I, I like the name. I, I, I too. Yeah. Or, or too close to Jennifer Aniston, Lola V. They must have done a study and come up with these. Of course Dinola, they do. Lola, of course they do. But weird that they just don't put their name on it. I guess yeah. in case it fails. Like Crock, I never mm-hmm. knew Crock um, vodka or whatever it is was by who and who and who. Who Croc? is that by? You mean Ciroc? Ciroc. Oh, Ciroc. That's Diddy. Yeah, yeah I never yeah. knew that was by him. You don't yeah. see Diddy on the bottle. No. no. Cabo Wabo. Same with uh, the tequila that um, our guy. What's his name? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now the no, the guy from, from ER and yeah, yeah. He, he, George Clooney. George Clooney. Thank you. 
Cabo Wabo. That was Casa his... Amigos. Casa oh, it was Casa I Amigos. Mean, I don't Cabo think I like Cabo the mom Julia gets that too. Cabo Wabo, isn't that someone else? That's, that's another that's guy. Sammy. Sammy Hagar. <laughs> I'm here to fill in everybody's blank spaces <laughs> with alcohol. Thank you. Right. I know. No, it did feel, it does feel a little off-brand. Yeah. I agree 100%. Okay, I thought this was really interesting. So Quentin Tarantino was giving an interview to to a Spanish newspaper, Mm -hmm. and he was asked about why, he was asked, why don't you include sex scenes in any of Mm -hmm. your movies? And he said, I don't need to. Sex is not part of my vision of cinema. And the truth is, is that in real life, it's a pain to shoot sex scenes. Everyone is very tense. And it was already a bit problematic to do it before. Now it is even more so, so I just don't do them. Well, because they've got the intimacy coaches there. You have 500,000 people. I love what he said. This is a more straightforward reason that he He said a long time ago that he figured out because he doesn't really have. I like it. um, I think think the only movie of his that is there's a racy scene is Jackie Brown. And there's a scene between Bridget Fonda and Robert De Niro. That was the racy thing, and I always feel bad for her when she gets caught at Walmart, and then they get a photo of her, and then they always show clips from that movie or single right, white female. female well, or something. why Lori's saying that yeah. is, first of all, you, I, I knew someone, this is the only Hollywood star that he ever thought was attractive. Bridget Fonda? Yep. Was she? Out of yeah. everyone. Oh. She was. Everyone. And so... But do you remember Jackie Brown? No, I I don't at all, but Bridget Fonda has kind of left it. She's married to this kind of... Danny Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Is he a Scientologist? I feel like he is a Scientologist. That's what I thought, Lori. And and she left Hollywood. Yes. Um, And she just really... She's put on a little weight, and she's just... She looks like she's not in Hollywood anymore. Well, but no, they are I mean, so 30 mean. years have passed. I know, and they're so, so that's mean. What happens, catching you know? pictures of her, getting yeah. groceries, and they're just basically saying, look how fat she is now. Yeah, no, That's it's, all they're saying. Yeah. And it's so mean. Yeah, well, they've that's the tabloid culture yep. is being mean. The but first I pic- like Quentin just saying that. Yeah, and I guess it's a I pain in the butt to shoot a sex But scene. I guess I never really realized that about him because he is there. He, he really does violence very well. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> Apparently yeah. that's um, easier. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's that, easier. It's, yeah, I guess so. And... That's a good dance scene here and there. That's true. He he really does. Diner scene. Yeah, we're taking a quick break. All right, we will be.